Hello everybody. So this podcast is going to be a little bit different. We're changing up the format a little bit and I'm going to start something called Russification. And for this new format, I'm going to be exploring Russia in all her beauty through the people that live in Russia. And I thought the first person and the best person to start this podcast was and is my first friend in Russia, Andre. Andre, welcome. Hello. <laughs> As you know, my name is Andrew. And um, the story with Andre is that we go way back. Like in 2018, while I was working in Decathlon, I sent this message to this random dude in Russia asking if I can stay at his house when I come for the World Cup. And Andre was the only person from Russia who responded. And that's how I knew Andre. What do you remember of that time, Andre? Yes, I remember I worked in an office in Decathlon, in Decathlon, Russia. I was as a marketer, web marketer. And uh, just I remember it was um, this special program where uh, people who travel can uh, share their ask. So uh, where they can where they can uh, find a host. Yeah. And um, so I remember it was uh, just a guy from India and I thought oh why not so guy from india i didn't know any guy from india so maybe this guy will be first and uh, just i opened my door my doors of my house uh, for yadu when i uh, met him uh, near near our subway yeah but, so yeah. i was really surprised because you know Andre, um i never expected anyone to reply to be honest when i was doing that i thought okay it's like how do you say warm showers you know right the website so uh, the cycling website. So I thought, okay, there's going to be a lot of people. I'll just try just to see if anything happens because I was, how do you say, um, very shoestring budget. I was coming to Russia. And if I could like stay with somebody and save a few amount of money, I thought it'd be really amazing. So through Decathlon, I tried to find a place and Andrew responded. So um, it's really funny. The first time I came to your house, do you remember? No. So <laughs> I, it's crazy. I met this random dude in the fan fest in Moscow and he was also Malayali, like from Kerala. And he just came with me. I was like, yes, I remember. Yeah, why the fuck is this guy coming with me? I told him, I'm going to your friend's house. I, don't, I haven't met the guy. And this guy's like, okay, I'll come. I'll come. I'm coming with you. And uh, I was like, okay. I should have said, just said, fuck off, bro. But I didn't want to. I was like, okay, I don't want to be mean to him. And I didn't ask him to fuck off. And then... I came to Andre's house and Andrew was like very surprised, like, why are there two people? He told only one people are going to <laughs> Yes, <come."> I remember. <laughs> and um, that's how I first must met Andre. But Andre met my other friend, Amar, before I yeah. came to Moscow, yeah. right? How did you meet him? It was a uh, day before, uh, so how I met him. I remember I'm, uh, I met him uh, near Kievska station and uh, just he was with bicycle and uh, when I met him I remember so the first which I remember it uh, was his English because his English is, was awful I uh, didn't understand anything because uh, his his accent is was oh god uh, it was really hard for me to hear it so I thought about myself that I forgot all English uh, which I studied before some years ago you thought you forgot your English da, da, uh, da. Yes, yes I for, I forgot I forgot my English and uh, it was for me very awful and very stressful but uh, maybe on the next day I don't remember exactly I met Yadu uh -huh. and uh, when I met him so I understood that oh 
<laughs> I didn't for- forgot English. It's just accent. Just for me, it was it was very stressful and it was very fun because I uh, couldn't understand any word. Any word? Uh, it, it, it's it's really that different the way da. I speak and uh, yes, speak. yes, it's it's very big difference. Yeah, because you know I, we like, I used to speak like Amma when I was living in Chennai because it's like Tamil uh, Tamil Nadu. It's not Kerala. But the state next to Kerala. And when I was living there, I started to speak like that. I was like, uh, how do you say? Uh, okay, uh, did they come? Uh, like that. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. I remember he made uh, so, strange so-, so strange sounds for me. Because <laughs> when I heard him, he, ma- he made sounds like... What? <laughs> yes. Really? He made the sound and it, for me it was like... What what are you doing? Just, and and I remember uh, I was near him and asked him. So what are you doing? When you talk, you make the sound. And really, he, the, dude, the, I yes. noticed that. And and uh, he didn't understood my question, and I, then I felt myself more stupid than it was five <laughs> minutes ago because I felt very bad. <laughs> but he was really good guy. Yeah. Uh, no problem about him, but his English is was. <laughs> Amar, if, Amar if you're listening, I'm so sorry, man. Russians don't understand your English. <laughs> like, but but I think in India, I would say Amar's English is quite good because he used to speak really good English. And in Decathlon, all the customers used to really like uh, talking with him because he was like between uh, group leader mm-hmm. and he was a very good communication. But I don't know, his English just doesn't work in Russia. Maybe <laughs> maybe he just didn't talk with Russians. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm from Russia and I didn't but, but, but do the same thing. thing. If I go have a conversation with a Russian, I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I think I understood what you said. But, I, but now, since I do speak a little bit Russian, it's much more easier to communicate. But when I was speaking with English with Russians, it was, uh, it was really, really difficult. You know, the first time, I first time I got in Russia, I got on the plane, mm-hmm. went to one volunteer, FIFA, and asked him, could you show me where the bathroom is? He didn't understand a word. I just said, could you show me where the bathroom is? He didn't understand a word. But he... Any word? He didn't understand anything. He's like... Uh, and I was like, uh, bathroom. And he's like, ah. And then he started re- trying really hard in rush in, in trying to say it in English, like... The bathroom is... And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no one in Russia speaks English. Yeah. I thought that because all my friends from Eastern Europe, n- n- from Europe, like mm-hmm. France, England, even Czech Republic, mm-hmm. Poland, they spoke decent English. Like, with accent, but really, I, I was able to understand everything. So when I first time I came to Russia, I thought, Russians are kind of like Europeans. They will also talk English to a really good accent. And then at the airport, I was like, oh my God. I can't de- rely on English. Yes, nobody knows knows English <laughs> in Russia. Maybe only some people. Yeah, you are one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, I know. But uh, maybe I uh, one of of the people uh, from all of my friends. Mm-hmm. Only I speak English. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, that's true. Near ten people, only I talk. That's true. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's in Russia. It's very common. And um, especially if you will go anywhere from Moscow. So in Moscow, okay, you can find the people who can talk English. But if you will go anywhere from Moscow, near Moscow, 30 kilometers from Moscow, uh, you will not find the people who talk English. That's true. Uh, all the people will be very friendly and hey, they will uh, smile and they will try to help you if you want to ask them something, but they don't speak English and it's a, it's a, this is a problem. Uh, maybe I think it's 
uh, more possible to find uh, people who speak Deutsch, uh, German. German, really? G- German, da, because... Uh, You're saying German speakers are more in Russia than English speakers? Uh, so I will explain why, because uh, Russia and German uh, were together just some... Uh, yeah, some, USSR time. Yes, in USSR time, so that's why uh, a lot of Russians studied uh, German language. So my mother, my father, uh, so... They so, speak German? Uh, th- yes, they speak German a little bit. Ah. Yeah, so that's why German is very common in Russia. Oh, and you okay. can uh, meet a lot of... No, not a lot, you can meet people who they can speak talk German. and mm, who can speak that. German, right. Okay. And also you can meet some Germans who live in here from Ekaterin's times. Y- yeah. So, but it's another uh, story. <laughs> yeah, there's one girl in my class, her name is Paulina Ziegler. Ziegler. Yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, she's got a German name, and I thought she must have got her parents would have come during SSR time, but mm-hmm. she told parents came during Ekaterina time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it, cool. it's it's very common in Russia. So we have a lot of uh, Russian Germans, we call it like Ruski. Da, Russian Germans. Uh, Russian Germans is very common. So it's the people. Uh, the, the roots of these people came in Yekaterina's time uh-huh. uh, in uh, Russia to to make some uh, agriculture right. and uh, they are usually farmers and uh, they still living in Russia a lot of in Kazakhstan a lot of in Russia oh, in Kazakhstan too in Kazakhstan a lot of wow. a lot of in Kazakhstan and uh, near China now wow. so uh, I'll explain why so a lot of uh, Germans there because in uh, USSR times so Stalin afraid that uh, um, let's say Russian Germans could help uh, the new Germans the new Germans who um, the new Germans being... New Germans in uh, 1940s. You mean the Nazis? The Nazis. Ah, okay. So they could... Ha- so Stalin phrase it that Russian Germans could help the... Ah, the new... Uh, the Nazis. The, the Nazis, yes. So that's why he sent their family to Kazakhstan. Anywhere ah, far from... Uh, the... From... F- to east. East, like... Uh, the extreme, the cry. Uh, da, da, da. Mm, uh, maximum, maximum far away. Da, da, da. <laughs> See, that's the problem with us. We, we, while we're talking right now, we kind of slip into Russian and then we slip back into English. Me too. Because, how do you say it? We, right now we are more comfortable talking to each other in Russian that when we're talking, we kind of like slip into Russian a little bit and then come back to English. You know this, right? Maximum? Maximal. Da, da, da. <laughs> so, a lot of different uh, words is uh, the So same. similar. Da, so yeah, similar. Between English and Russian. So, even I have a problem with that. So, for example, university. So, uh, there's three pronunciations in my mind. English, university. Ruski, uh, Russian, universitet. And Malayalam, university. At the ocean, it's very similar... But when I try to say this word, there's a conflict in my mind. Which pronunciation should I say? Should I say Malayalam? Should I say English? Should I say Russian? So when I say, re- when I'm talking really fast, I might say, it might sound like I'm saying Russian, English and Malayalam, all the pronunciation mixed together. It's crazy. When you, like, when you know like three languages and the words are so similar, it's super crazy. It's something like a different feeling. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know just uh, two languages. I know only English and Russian. And uh, for me, it's hard now too, because I didn't didn't talk English maybe <laughs> um, maybe one or two months. And uh, for me, it's hard to um, to detect. So what's, what language I speak yeah, now? So it's, yeah. uh, is it Russian or is it English? <laughs> English? So that's why sometimes you can hear my, my, my Russian phrases. Yeah, no. that's true. So, continue on the story. So, I stayed in Andre's apartment for maybe one or two days, and we made chicken. 
butter chicken if i remember right yes i remember me and i'm um, i'm made butter chicken because i i think it was the first time i'm making chicken in my life i was like oh shit i had to make something indian for him what do i make what do i make something not it was it spicy it, no it was no, right? not wasn't very very, very spicy. spicy yes but us but us um uh, f- f- for us for my father for me it was okay but a lot of uh, another russian person will say that oh why so spicy but uh, for us it was okay it wasn't very spicy yeah, yeah so um, russian in this way is not so um not not so people who afraid of spicy uh, of foods spicy yes food, yeah. but if you will go anywhere to west yeah, so then there are a lot of people afraid of this of the spice becomes a no. problem no. yeah yes and um and from there uh i went around different places i went to uh kaliningrad st petersburg petrosavos and the fun thing was me and amma were crazy enough to bring our cycles with us <laughs> what, what do you think of that what do you think two indian guys first time coming to russia during the fifa world cup carrying two uh triban 100 cycles on their shoulders in a bag which weighed around 17.6 kilograms what was the weight i don't remember near 11 i think uh, yeah 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 11 kilograms what did you think when two indian guys came with cycles so you know i like this so i like this uh, this kind of of crazy of the, yeah, this kind, <laughs> kind of crazy so uh, but it's very uh, strange because these two black guys come to russia with two bicycles no, brown ah, we are brown <laughs> for me it's no matter <laughs> and uh, It's, I think f- for me it's more okay but then for other because other people will look at you like oh where is it from so what are you doing <laughs> what, what are you doing here it's it's very strange for us yeah yes because we don't have different brown, brown different people, brown yeah. people Dude, yes. i think in petrosavos i'm the first brown person to ever go to petrosavos <laughs> for all the time of uh, petrosavos <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the first brown person there <laughs> da amma was more white than me so amma was like okay but i was like Really? Yeah. Amr is Amr is more white than you? Yes. Oh god. I I think so. How brown are you? <laughs> I'm really brown. <laughs> And um it was crazy. Dude, I was carrying the cycle in the metro of Moscow, St. Petersburg, Nizhny Novgorod in trains, in flights. It was such a burden, do you know? Because only reason I bought the cycle was Amr is crazy. I told you, right? Amr cycle from the southernmost part of India to the northernmost part, which is from Kanyakumari to Kashmir. So, I'll leave a link to Amr's profile. He's a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> How many kilometers? Oof. Okay, let me just check that. I think it's around 3000ish uh kilometers. But I'll just check that. Yeah, Amar is really crazy. Amar, dude. Amar, Amar is cool. Amar is cool, man. <laughs> yeah. And the, I thought, okay, I'm. I thought, I then I just thought, I'm only going to go to Russia once in my life. So let's do something really crazy and carry one cycle. And um, how do you say it? It was really, really cool. The times that we did ride the cycle, it was oh, very, very worth the experience. At three thousand five hundred and twenty-eight kilometers. Oh, it's a lot. That's it's a, a lot. Thousand, yeah, three thousand kilometers. Five hundred. Three and five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. This is the southernmost point. This is like one of the northernmost. Yeah. Points oh, it's Amur is really cool. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So Amur and Amur took his cycle to Murmansk, Teriberka. Teriberka. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> We have one more person in the podcast. It's uh, Andres Cat. His name is Shivchenko. <laughs> 
Yes, he's I, ca- I call him Shevchenko. What do you call him? Uh, Archie. Archie, yeah. I call him Archie. 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 So, uh, Archie is his real name. <laughs> so just you had to create this name just five minutes ago and now we're Not talking. five minutes ago. No, maybe ten. No, <laughs> before, I, while I was living with him uh, for New Year's, I okay. used to call him Shevchenko. Ah, okay. Shevchenko. Okay. <laughs> so uh, it's, he's named after one footballer, um, Ukrainsky, mm-hmm. Ukrainian footballer. Andrei Shevchenko used to play for Chelsea, AC Milan mm-hmm. and uh, Dynamo Kiev. So Shevchenko, Nandraka. <laughs> Do you? Uh, I think Shevchenko will join the podcast a little bit later. He's a little bit moody right now. He doesn't want to talk. Ale, eh? Kala. Yeah. So with the cycle, we were just going around, and Amma did Teriberka. He cycled from Murmansk to Teriberka, if I remember. But I didn't go. I was in Saint Petersburg at that time. It's really hard because it's uh, north. Mm. It's north of Russia and a lot of beers there. And I think Amur uh, knows, knows about it. And it's uh, very dangerous for Russians and for Indian guys too. Because uh, not only beers, it's a danger there. Uh, I think the people not so friendly may be there on the north of Russia. Just anywhere from anywhere, not in Moscow. People, why do you say that? Why people do you can think, be dangerous. Why do you think people can be dangerous outside uh, of Because in Moscow, a lot of intelligence. You mean intelligent people? I mean smart people a lot of in Moscow. A lot of smart people in Moscow. Let's say it's very, it's very simple uh, explain. Uh, um, and if you go to the towns, you will meet a lot of stupid people. No, really, just no. I don't. I it's it does not mean that I don't like uh, not in Mos not Moscow. Da? Uh, no, I I like all Russia, but I know that if you will go anywhere from Moscow, mm-hmm. anywhere to from the big city, you will meet a lot of very strange people. I mean. Uh, they will be very friendly. A lot of very friendly people. Just Russia is a really good country, so uh, people very friendly. They will always try to help you. Uh, try to if you will if you will find something, they will help you to find something. Right. But um, anywhere in Ural, so very very far uh, in Russia, uh, just you can meet some some gangsters uh, anywhere on the road. Yes, it's just it's uh, possible. Uh, so that's why not a lot of Russians uh, don't travel in uh, in Russia. I mean, to the east of Russia because uh, we have no roads there. And uh, so, h- how do trucks go? So, if you want to like transport, let's say something like cement from Moscow to, let's say Irkutsk. Yes, yes. Uh, to Irkutsk, it's not a problem. So it will be problem if you will go anywhere far to. Дальше, чем Иркутск, то есть far, uh, far, more, far, further than Иркутск. More, more far than Иркутск, да. So oh. that's the problem, because uh, they had no any uh, roads, roads there, or they have roads, but only for a big cars. So if you have Hyundai Solaris, you can't go there, oh. because it's a very small car for this for this road. Okay. And it's... Um, and people... Th- so uh, for one day... You, so you can go... Maybe 900 kilometers, uh-huh. and you will not meet any person. What? You will not yeah. meet any person. You, you will not meet any shop, any Azes uh, stage, stage, oil station. Da. Oil, you will not meet so any oil station. So, how do you station. carry fuel? Is can a truck go 900 kilometers without refueling? Yes, it can. You need you need to take uh, you need to take you uh, need to cart- carry it. Uh, the cil- carton cylinder. Da. Uh, yes, container. Yes, yes. yes. Uh. So you need to contain it. You need to take more oil in the container. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yes. <laughs> so so that's how 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 you can do it. And uh, also you know there's just some uh, big routes. 
they are охраняется, protect, they protect by police because a lot of big cars go in there with their груз. груз. So big cars go in there and they carry. Let us check the meaning for the word cargo. Cargo. Yes. Goods. Yes. And they have goods and just some gangsters can really can grab it. Really? Yes, it's possible. So it was possible maybe ten years ago exactly. So now, da, not nineties, maybe maybe two thousand two, two thousand five. Da. Yes, it was possible. But now I think it's maybe it's possible, but now it's better. Very rare. So every year better and better, but so that's why it's not very popular. Ah. So yes, and people. People are strange there. <laughs> yes. yeah. They're really good, Dude, but, they, I, but they're strange. Yeah. I, I, I really want to go to that place. I, I like strange people. <laughs> you know that, yeah, right? It's interesting. It's really interesting. <laughs> I think it's really good adventure in life. Yeah. So you will not... Uh, maybe you will not... Be, nobody will kill you there. <laughs> but it's That's uh, reassuring. But, but, but maybe you will be drunk there. Because a lot of people will... Oh, Oh my 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 brother! My brother blood. from India, Jimmy Jimmy, Aja Aja. Yeah, they start, dude. Everyone starts saying Jimmy Jimmy when they see me. It's so how do you say? It? I I feel. <laughs> Can you repeat? Jimmy Jimmy. Yes. Everybody thinks, in Russia. Everybody knows. Old people, old Dada. people, not people of my age. They start saying Jimmy Jimmy. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. It's like if you're a Russian and you go to India and everyone starts saying vodka vodka. Yeah, yes. that's the feeling I get when I, everyone says Jimmy Jimmy. <laughs> the same. So you will be drunk there because uh, a lot of people will uh, look at you. Oh, you're so strange. Where are you from? So uh, what what's happened with your skin? So why are you brown? So uh, you don't speak Russian. Where are you from? Are you from Europe? No. Uh, oh, India. Oh, it's so far. Let's go drink water. Let's go drink water. It's uh, it will be very fun. It's re it's really possible anywhere in no, not in Moscow, not in Moscow, but yeah. especially uh, behind the Ural. Ah. So do you think like people in Moscow are how do you say? Less curious, curious as in Lubopitna about of foreigners than people in regions. Do you think if a foreigner goes to regions, then the people will be like more Lubopitna, Lubosnachitilna about yes, means curious. Let's say more friend, more friendly, more friendly. I wouldn't say friendly. I'd say they want to learn more about the foreigner than people of Moscow. Do you feel like so? So it's hard to just curious, curious as the Lubopitna. No, I don't think that people people in Moscow more curious. I don't think that people in Moscow is more more curious. I think everywhere is the same. But I can say that people in people not in the big cities they are more friendly. So they will try to help you. So if you will ask any if you will ask any help anywhere. Not in Moscow. It's more possible that somebody will help you. But in Moscow, just everybody don't care about you. So and about your problem. So I think it's common not only in Russia. I think it's everywhere is the same. So in the big cities, people don't have time for themselves, but they don't want to spend some time for another persons. Right. Yes. And but about people. So what what can I say? Maybe it may be uh, not in Moscow. People are more strange. Yes, they're more strange, but they're more friendly, mm -hmm. and uh, they will help you in any problem. So I remember just I like uh, cycling, traveling too. 
Dude, tell us that story. Andre cycled to Czechia. Czechia. Czech, uh, Germany. Germany. Andre cycled from Moscow. Stuttgart. To Stuttgart. It's in Germany. Stuttgart, yeah. To Stuttgart. Cycle from Stuttgart. Moscow to Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Sorry for my pronunciation. Which is meant absolutely crazy because, you know, for Indians cycling between borders of different countries, it's almost impossible mm-hmm. because of, uh, how do you say, we don't have borders with countries. Maybe we do with countries, but I don't know anyone who cycle between borders. Maybe Nepal they have. But mm-hmm. this is really interesting. Tell us the story. How did you cycle from Moscow to Germany? No. Stuttgart. No. So let's start not from Moscow. So I started not in Moscow. I started near Bryansk. So Bryansk, Bryansk is, is a city. It's city on the west on, on Ru- of Russia. Wait, wait, wait. I'll, uh, I'll find it on the map. Yes, it's near 80 kilometers from uh, from the border with from the Belarus? border to Belarus. Da. Bryansk. So then I crossed the Bryansk. Da. Bryansk. Okay. So then I crossed um, Belarus, uh-huh. Poland. Uh, Czech Republic and uh, all the Germany and uh, near France it's maybe 100 kilometers from France so I stopped it was a Stuttgart city so it was near 3000 kilometers it's uh, 5000 near 3000 it's uh, less than Amur uh-huh. it's, um, I think it's 2500 uh-huh. so it takes um, 14, 14 days and it was really cool so I was 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 19 
not without any problems. Okay. So really good. You just it's like you know just I was by bicycle. It was like fly. Oh. You, do, you don't feel any. Uh, uh, bump. Yes, bump only bumps under your wheels, and it for me it was very, it wow. was very cool. In German, it's the same. In German, it's the same good uh, routes. So, so it, it took you fourteen days. It, yes, it takes fourteen days. And uh, wh- what did you carry? Did you carry a tent? Or? Yes, I carry a tent, sleeping bag, uh, just some stuff, some stuff for for the cy- repair the cycle. For repair the cycle, yes, mm. and also. Uh, and you were alone, right? You yes, were just I, yes, I was alone. And how how did you like um, feel the difference in the language? How did you deal with that? Belarus, they speak Russian. Yes, no speak problem. Russian. In Poland, in Poland, uh, so we can speak with them in Russian. So you can speak with them in Russian. Yes, yes, they understand Dude, us. So if I if my Russian becomes good enough, and if I go to Poland and I start talking, привет, как I think you know. <laughs> so if if you studied Russian like a, like a new language for uh-huh. you, uh, if it's not your uh, own language, uh-huh. so it's it will be hard to. Understand? It will be hard to understand, yeah. So but if you was born in Ru- in Russia and you know uh-huh. Russian is your own language, uh-huh. so it will be not big problem. Because um, both of them are in the same family, uh, Eastern Eastern Slavic, Western uh, Slavic, Eastern Slavic languages. So you are able to like uh, kind of understand what they're saying, but you don't exactly speak the same language. Yes, right? yes. It's like for for me, it's like Tamil and Malayalam. So Amar speaks Tamil, I speak Malayalam. It's like so uh, which is like neighboring states so we can kind of understand what we're saying but it's not the same language so i think it's the same in Pol- uh, poland poland ukraine belarus and the, the, and russia yes and uh, also in other slovenian uh, countries like countries yes uh, slovenia how, what about czech republic when czech, you re- when you reach czech republic were you able to understand no like, no Polish? czech republic no because uh, when i was in czech republic i didn't understand any word what they say <laughs> they, oh, it, it was it was sounds like german oh. it was sounds more like germans but not like uh, slovenian language ah. and for me it was hard to understand so just when so when i came to czech republic i thought Maybe it's German. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe I. I, I, I made, made I, a I mistake with the root. Maybe I. Oh, you thought you were in Germany? Yes, because it's very German, very German pronunciation. Oh. Very so. Very rough, like. Uh, yes. Germany. Yes. 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 Ah. Yes. Okay. So for me, it was it was a little bit strange. Uh, and how much kilometers did you cycle one day? Near maybe near near near. 200 wow near 200 i think because my best i told you that i cycled from southern part of kerala to northern part which is like 700 kilometers Mm -hmm. my best was 118 kilometers one day because it and that was like i gave my 100 percent i started at like very early and it went till um 11 30 at night it was dangerous cycling and it was raining too 120 is my best maybe i think and which cycle did you use triban Yes, uh, it was a ah no. The first time it wasn't Treban. It was uh, it was very very old Russian bicycle. So I bought it. It's very uh, cheap. It's uh, six thousand rubles. It's mm. a, the same rupees. It's a six thousand yeah, yeah. rupees because we have uh, almost the same one is to one. Yeah. He, uh, it was very old. It was made by 1962. So that cycle was made in 1962. Yeah, and yes. you cycled it from uh, from uh, Russia to Bryansk. Germany. Bryansk to Bry- Stuttgart. Oh my god. <laughs> so, that's, that's Soviet engineering, right? <laughs> it, it was very fun. It was very fun because after maybe 800 kilometers, uh-huh. uh, my tarmaza, uh, branch, brakes? Brakes? Yes, yeah. brakes. 
Oh, it, it broke? Da. Oh, with your feet. You were stopping with your feet. <laughs> yes. It was very fun. So it was very fun and it was very dangerous. Just I remember. Uh, how how no. did you feel? when? How did Polish people, Czech people and German people think of a Russian guy cycling from all the way from Russia? How did the reaction, reaction. of these three people <clears throat> feel different? Mm. Everywhere I've met a lot of good people. Mm-hmm. Every, maybe I didn't I didn't met any bad people let's say mm-hmm. like that and uh, all the people helped me everywhere is the same maybe in German people are more close более mm. закрыты да uh, more close yeah, yeah. So, so they let's say they less less friendly mm-hmm. than in Poland or than in um, Czech, Czech Republic. Republic yes but everywhere is very good so um, everywhere so I needed needed water everywhere so I stopped every day and asked a lot of people so to give me water not yeah. a lot of people just i oh i see the house uh-huh. so i go in there uh-huh. uh, knock 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 uh-huh. to window uh, just people who live in there going out and he asked so what i want and i want to give me some water and they didn't know english or uh, and i didn't know poland czech republic and uh-huh. german uh-huh. but they understood when i showed them the bottle oh, there's okay. an empty bottle and they gave me they all of them gave me water uh-huh. just uh, some people I, i remember it was in czech republic after a very cold and uh, wet night uh-huh. uh one woman when they they it was in czech republic yes she didn't know me where i'm from but um i Um, collect I collect berries berries yeah collect berries right uh-huh, yeah. so yes I collect berries near this woman it was very early it was near uh, six hours of the morning uh-huh. and um, she gave me some uh, some berries. Oh, she gave you berries she, she, she gave me berries yes and uh, asked me where I'm from but I did but I understood but she asked me but I couldn't uh, answer it in uh, your Czech Republic ah, okay. in, in, in your language and no. uh, then, she, then so, she, so you understood But I I understood yes ah, okay. yes of course of course I understood and uh, the and she oh where are you from I I couldn't uh, answer but I answer Russia там Россия там Российская Федерация Россия and she oh from Russia you are going from Russia it's so far so what is your mother thinking about you so what is she looking for so um, is is your mother know about it I, I, I said of course she knows well she no, was she was did, very... did your mother really know about it my mother knows oh okay no, knows, yes. <laughs> and, uh, she, and she was just it was very very uh warm let's say warm because oh. she gave me some food from uh-huh. her backpack uh-huh. she gave me uh, butcherbrode what um sandwiches sandwiches she gave me yeah yeah she gave me sandwiches from her backpack and she said me сказала she told mm, yeah. me uh it will uh, it will help you she told me it will be better if i will give it to you yeah, <laughs> yeah because no, no. you you have very big root yeah uh, so uh, people are very very warm so everywhere i think people are very warm because so uh especially when you're traveling like as, as traveling not as a tourist but like adventure like adventure yeah. yes so it's people it, are like whoa you're doing this yes yes when i was cycling too people were like curious lubopidna uh-huh. so uh, that yo you're cycling all the way from this place and they want to talk and they want to know and it's like very how do you say it um really good conversations you uh-huh. have with people like that It's really cool. One more question. How did you come back to Russia from uh, Stuttgart? By plane. 
Ah, you put the yes, cycle yes, in the plane and... Yes, mm. I bought a ticket from Germany to Moscow and mm. I came back to um, by plane. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, and we talked about uh, the Russia, about um, how to um, travel in Russia by cycle. And uh, so, about Russian and about Russian uh, curious, about Russian, how, how they help to another persons. So, uh, when I stopped... When I stopped near the roads, mm -hmm. so I needed to go to the toilet. Let's say that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just I leave my bicycle near road, right. and I just go to anywhere to bush. Mm -hmm. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. To bush. And um, a lot of when I go out from these bushes, so uh -huh. I I did what I wanted. <laughs> so, uh, the business. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> I I saw a lot of cars stopped. And they What? found me. So where is he? Maybe ah, they thought you had an accident. Done. Auto, yes. auto accident. Yes, yes. Ah. So that what was happens. And uh, when they saw me, they they talk me. Skazali. Ah, they talk me. So are you stupid? So <laughs> why you leave your bicycle near the road? We we saw that uh, happened accident. Ah. Yes. And then I understood that yes, it was it wasn't. <laughs> Smart, smart idea to no, smart idea. Side, uh, yeah? so that was a, <laughs> so that's that what is happening so and every day in russia so no i live in russia yeah. <laughs> every day i see how people to help another persons yeah. i mean anywhere on the roads because for example now uh, now is the winter mm -hmm. and uh, now we have a lot of a lot of snow and a lot of cars is dude Like I think this winter is like the coldest winter in seven years. Yes. Or the most amount of snowfall. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. But for you, this is at the Nastasia Ruskaya. Yes. So that's this is a real, real Russian winter, right? Yes. Because last year I felt it was like very warm, not very. How is for me, Indian guy, never seen temperature below zero in my life. I came here and I was like, it's okay, I can manage. But this year I can feel the amount of snow, the wind, the how do you say, sn uh, snegopad. The snowfall is really high. And it's pretty cool. Yes, now it's a lot of snow. It's um, the same snow was when I was a kid. <laughs> so when I was maybe 10 or 12. So oh. it was a lot of snow and you just... Reustanelli. Reustanelli. Um, You make a tunnel. You make a tunnel. Ah! Yes, you make a tunnel the in, in the snow. Yeah, yes. and you as your friend just sitting there and <laughs> you, I don't know, drink some uh, some coke. It, it, it was very fun. Nice. Yes. So let's talk about the childhood. That's why you're here. What? This, 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 this childhood. So you are from Michurinsk. Yes. You were born in Michurinsk. Yes. Which is located in the Tam Tamboski Tamboski region. Tamboski region. So. Tell us about Michurinsk. How it was like when you were growing up in Michurinsk. Oh, uh, about Michurinsk. It's my hometown. So when I was born, um, it's a very very simple city. It's uh, let's say it's a, it's a middle city in Russia. It's a one hundred thousand people. What? One hundred. One million in one hundred thousand. Are they millionaires? Oh, that's hundred thousand. One hundred thousand people living there. Yes, that's so it, very it, less. It's for Russian. It's okay. <laughs> for Russia, it's okay. It's a, it's a middle town, so uh -huh. not big, not small, and it's very very mm, nice city where uh, Michurin. It's a um, scientist in agriculture. He was born there. Oh, it's named after Michurin. Uh, Michurin. It's uh, his surname. Ah. Yes. Okay. His name was Ivan. Ivan Michurin. Ivan Michurin. Okay. Yes. So um, it's a typical city is um, with very beautiful um, architecture. Architecture. Yes architecture uh, and very poor people <laughs> <laughs> because um, salaries 
good only in Moscow. So uh-huh. this is a problem. So it's hard to find any jobs there. So what do people mm. usually do there? Um, agriculture? Mm, yes, yes, it's very common to to have your own garden mm. and to garden or farm. Garden, 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 not farm, because farm it's very big. Uh-huh. And farm for it, you need to you need special knowledges for it. Mm, yeah. So how to um, how to wash uh, it, horse? Yeah, how to uh, tend a horse? Yes, I... yes, horse and something like that, something animals. But usually, garden, garden is very common, and uh, we have our own tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes, yeah. tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, onions, potato, uh-huh. um, different berries. So okay. we have apples. Uh, typical, typical Europe uh, food. Let's say like that. Okay. Yes. Without mandarin. Without mandarin. <laughs> yes. And mandarin without... is what? Central Asian food. Orange. Without orange. But Oranges. Orange is not European. Oranges, but not in Russia. Ah, okay. Yes, yes, it's in Europe. You can find it anywhere in Spain, but not ah. in Russia because in Russia it's very cold. Cold for mandarin. Yes. And uh, so that's what we have, and it's uh, so that's what what we like. So that maybe not like, maybe just uh, one uh, hundred one hundred years ago, mm-hmm. it was very popular because we didn't have uh, offices. So uh, so you, you know have what office o- office office office. Let's let's, let's I will explain. Uh, our roots uh-huh. had the gardens, and uh-huh. we have a garden too because our Parents of our parents ah, okay. had a garden too, so it's like I don't know um, um, tradition, like tradition. Okay. Yes, so that's why, that's why it's so common. Uh-huh. Yes, but I think uh, in the future will be less and less garden in uh, in, uh, in the families of Russians. Okay, so in your oblast, is it mainly Russians or are there other um, people too, like? Uh, Ukrainians, maybe Ukrainians, or Kazakh, like any other no, people. No is it, Ukrainians. or is it like very Russian? Like majority of people, or are Russian? They know about Russia or not? in uh, your oblast. Yes, Tom, I Tom. mean about my. Okay, only about my region. Uh, not we have only Russians. Mm-hmm. We have no. Uh, we have no Ukrainians. We have no any other um, any other people. Mm-hmm. And I think in all Russia is the same. No, but they, but Kafkaz is different, right? Kafkaz, mo- da. Yeah. Kaf- Kafkaz, da, and uh, uh, but in in my in my region only Russians. Okay. We have no Indians there. We have no. <laughs> we, we have we have no a lot of Ukrainians there. Of uh-huh. course, in Russia and a lot of Russian uh, people now mm-hmm. is uh, Ukrainian roots. For example, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I have Ukrainian roots too. You have yes, really? Yes, yeah. I have, and uh, but we have no Ukrainians because if Ukrainian came to Russia, mm-hmm. he Russian. Okay. So we have, but if Russian goes to Ukrainian, he Ukrainian. Really? So why not? So because because we have uh, the same culture. Of course, we have some problem uh, in politics. politics in yeah. politics, but all Ukrainians are Russian. All Russians are Ukrainian. And, oh. the, and the same with Belarus. Uh, so we are very friendly to them. So uh, we like them because we have a lot of roots uh, from there, uh, and they have a lot of roots from Russia. Russia. Yes. So, uh, uh, so. That's what we have. So, how was it growing up in Michurinsk compared to, let's say, Moscow? How was what? Growing up. That's um, uh, How was oh. your experience growing up in a small, middle Russian city <laughs> compared to, let's say, a kid who grew up in Moscow? So, if your city small, mm-hmm. your childhood is better. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, 100% I, I, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> so, I think uh, this rule is everywhere is the same. Yeah. So, my city is not big and uh, our city, in our city, everybody know everybody. Mm. Yes. So, we know 
you you know everybody all so mm -hmm. every uh, people who if you will meet some people he will say you hello uh -huh. because he, you know him, know him. yes okay. and uh, it's very cool i think because uh, so many um so many faces which you know so it's it's very interesting but uh, childhood the typical childhood it's a uh, how is school how is school in small cities cool school ah school uh, I think the same little as in Moscow. Mm. Yes, it's ab absolutely the same because uh, we have uh, one a program of education in mm -hmm, schools, mm -hmm. and um, every every everything is the same. But maybe um, walls is not so good. Pakrashen color. Ah, and the painting. Yes, maybe the not paint. so good, but everything ah, is the same. Maintenance, you mean? Da. Ah, da. okay. But everything is the same, absolutely. And um, so, what do you, as a kid, like dream when you are from a small city in Moscow? Oh, dream. Do you dream of coming to um, a small city in Russia? Do you? Does everyone want to just come to Moscow and Saint Petersburg and do work there, or do people actually want to? I want to stay in Michurinsk and do something here. What does the usual kid growing up in Russia in a small city dream of? Ah, uh, they dream. Everybody dream about their own dreams. So they, uh, it's hard question. No, is uh, not to go to Moscow and live there. It's not to uh, go to Saint Petersburg or any big city. I think everybody dream about uh, to do what they love, mm -hmm. what. and it's uh, it's very very hard to answer to this question. I think um, all the dreams are the same. I mean, in Russia, in in uh, Moscow, kids. Mm -hmm. In uh, anywhere my Michurinsk, Michurinsk kids are the same because yeah, you think uh, it's the same. I think it's the same because I I feel that like um, the Moscow kids have um, more exposure. Exposure. Exp uh, Narujenie. Narujenie. Uh, could you say exposure? Okay. So let's translate it. Let's translate. It. Contact. You think uh, Moscow people is more more net contact contact is not the right word. It uh, how do you say? Ot uh, Ah yes, more, more possible. Uh, there more possibilities than a person or a kid from uh, let's yes. say a small Russian town. Yes. So yeah. the trend is like for all these small Russian town kids to come to Moscow to study or come to Moscow to work or come to any other big city. There are only two big cities in Russia. So I kind of feel that this um, trend of this people from all the small cities coming to Moscow it kind of takes away the best talent in those cities. For example, it's how to say in English, we call it brain drain. So all the small cities kind of stay like that. So if you are an entrepreneur, you obviously want to come to Moscow because there are more money here, more contacts, more opportunities. So this kind of stops like this um, organic development in the small cities in other parts of Russia. I kind of feel the same. And India, it's kind of same too, because for example, all Malayalis, who studied really well in school, they go to some other place, like Australia, United States, England, or other big cities in India, like Delhi, Bangalore, mm -hmm. or some other place. So that kind of drains the um, creativity, I, I mean, the potential. Yes, I understood you. I understood your question. So <clears throat> my, my question, like, at the very end is that, does, as person coming from uh, a middle city in Russia, do you feel that, 
this movement of people to the big Moscow and St. Petersburg, is it kind of good for the whole of Russia? Mm, so a lot of a lot of Russians mm-hmm. from uh, from all the regions go into Moscow and St. Petersburg to live mm-hmm. and so they go into work there. Because as I uh, told you earlier, so we don't have a good salary there. Mm-hmm. So and I think when you let's say if you're a kid, if you're 10 or 12, you dream about something, your about your dreams, about right. your oh I want to be a footballer. Uh, footballer. <laughs> so but when you are 17 or 18, you are dream to go out from your small city because you will not find any uh, possible possi- opportunities, possibilities. Yes, and any opportunities in your on your town because it's very small town and nobody want to to grow to mm, mm. to grow i mean uh, d- develop yes mm-hmm. nobody want to develop so you just can uh, live here you can, you will live here quiet you will live here and you will die here and all what is waiting for you in this your small town mm. of course if you have your uh, if you have a potential potential, mm-hmm. potential 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 yes you need to go anywhere to the big cities so uh, in in my case uh, a lot of my friends goes to Voronezh it's a big city too it's near 1 million 1 million it's big city in Russia okay and uh, so i came to moscow so to study here so a lot of and other people going to for example st petersburg yes it's possible or rostov and mm-hmm. um, they studying there and after they live in there too uh, Nobody wants to go back in their uh, small hometown. So we see it everywhere. It's not in Ru- it's not only in Russia. Uh, for example, when I was in Belarus, mm-hmm. Belarus, Belarus, Belarus. Yes, it was very common there too because a lot of villages uh, they make more empty. Are becoming empty. Become yeah. become more empty. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of so new people, young people, mm-hmm. are going out from these uh, villages. Uh-huh. They're going out. And to live anywhere to the big cities, so that's why, for example, in Belarus, you can meet a lot of empty houses. Empty just, house. just empty house. Yes. No one lives there. No one. No one. You can meet. Maybe there. a babushka. Maybe only babushka. Yes. Babushka so, means grandmother. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so uh, it's very common in Russia too. So a lot of villages um, without any any person. Oh so yes, it's very. Common. So, how do you think this trend is gonna go into the future? Let's say in the next fifty years. Uh, in the next fifty years, I think that it will be big agglomerate, Moscow. Mm-hmm. Moscow it will be big megapolis. So now it's it's a big yeah, megapolis. Yeah. It's already a pretty big. I think it's the second biggest city in Europe. First is Istanbul in terms of population. Mm-hmm. Second is Moscow. Oh, it's yes. I think it's true. So a lot of people and um, I don't know. I so I don't like this trend. So, because a lot of people, um, because a lot of people, a lot of people very noisy and you have now your own um, part of uh, of ground mm-hmm. where you can just, I don't know, sit on the sun and mm. to, to to have, I don't know, to drink a coffee in the morning, yeah. just, you know, just something under the sun. Under the sun. Yes, it... it, it there is sun in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> we have but sun. O- only we, for three months. We have sun. We, we have <laughs> sun, in case you're wondering. We have dream about sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's really interesting. And um, so why did you decide to come to Moscow? For, to study? Yes. Yes, because I studied here for a rescue mm-hmm. officer. And I am... Um, so when I graduate... Mm-hmm. 
then I wanted to go to university and uh, so in this year I want to graduate it and I want to get my diploma mm-hmm. so that's all so and I am now I'm working here and living so now my life is um, going here uh, yes happening here happening here, yes yeah. happening here uh, just I have here Here, here I have everything, yeah. but only my mother and my sister living in Mishurinsk in my whole town. All and all another um, important person for me, they live in um, in Mishurinsk. Mishurinsk, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. And I just want to note that you have the most coolest apartment that I ever been in. You this? Yeah, coolest apartment. Coolest apartment. It's very. I'll just, I'll just describe it. It's like there's so much art on the walls. There's a cycle in here. There are two guitars. There's a snowboard. There's a bookshelf. <laughs> But because in India, we think that um, we need to have like if not premier if it's like three people, if we think that we need to have like a big apartment with three bedrooms, one kitchen, one two bathrooms and all. But you made this place feel very homely mm-hmm. and there's even a buddhist pagoda thing which you tie up to the um how do you say it? the wall which is really cool and that's one thing i noticed when i came for the first time that the way russians live they make use of that particular area that space really smart like and very aesthetically mm-hmm. aesthetically and i showed a video to my mother and my mother was like whoa this is like very oh really yeah really yeah. oh it's very interesting yeah and my mother oh it's like very interesting and smart way to mm-hmm. use this space mm-hmm. very efficiently and aesthetically aesthetically uh-huh. and my mother was really impressed and like that's the thing with um uh, andre and his father too i call him pasha no and it's so he, it's a his name that's <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay <laughs> it's a his name that's the thing man. like in india if he, if he is if it's a person older than you mm-hmm. you it's like um insult oscar oscar blenie yes mm-hmm. if i call him his first name so i would call him like uh, uncle mm-hmm. or sir mm-hmm. yeah 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 or i know a beach in a professor especially professor so uh-huh. that's the thing in russia so i'll tell you I don't know the name of any of my professors. I, in last year, I used to always call them prepadavatel, prepadavatel. Uh, that means uh, like uh, teacher in a lecturer. Let's call it. This year, I have to call all my professors by names like Anna, Anna Nikolaevna, 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 da Anna Nikolaevna, Maria Karalevna, Ala Yugenevna. See, I can't say those names properly. So when it's like a tourist class, I'm like, oh Jesus, what's her name? What's her name? Ah, this is her name. And I, yeah, yeah, I feel so. How do you say? It? Bad, ploha. When I say an older person's name, like Anna, uh, like um. Uh, Ivan Ivanovich I feel like I'm insulting the person inside but I know it's okay in Russia so I, if I try to say prepadavatel they like call me by my name imya familia chesta bashalosta and I'm like okay and it, it's like big mentality difference between Indians and um Russians because my father's name is Prashid mm-hmm. I never heard anyone call him Prashid if people call him like sir or some other mm-hmm. form of uh, uh word for respect and it was so how do you say really strange for me when i first came 
<laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's okay to call these people just by name. By so name. I think it's uh, it's uh, so you can you can uh, so oh, it's hard to explain. Um, it's it's just my father. It's just uh, for for me for me my father is a friend. Yeah. For if it's my friend, it's your friend too. Uh. So no problem. <laughs> you can call him Pasha. It's not problem. But uh, but of course, if you but he is a teacher. Mm -hmm. If uh, you will go to his lecture uh -huh. and you will ask him Pasha, ah. but he will look at you like yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of people here. Not Pasha, Pavel Vladimirovich. Oh, <laughs> yes, okay. yes, yes. Of course. Uh, so yeah. you know of. In Russia, absolutely the same. So if you uh, see the people who is older than you, for example, um, maybe 15 years, mm -hmm. you will call him Tam Pavel Vladimirovich, and uh -huh. you need to you need to add his uh, surname uh -huh. um, when you uh, when you talk with him. Talk with yes, him. or you can say uh, Tam Uncle. You can say the same. That so, Tiotia. It's possible if it's your if it's your uh, родственник. Ah, parent. related. Relate, related, da, yes. Da, da. So, uh, but you will not your uh, aunt uh, Tanya. No, aunt Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. Yes, but not just Tanya. No, ah, for example. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's one culture shock for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really, it's it, it's really it, it's like it's like um, resistance from inside. To call some old people by the name. Ah, <laughs> you know, uh, if you don't know any people, you need to call him вы. Вы, да. So, in English, you and you is the same. same but yeah. in Russia, if you uh, talk with people who are older than you, you need, to, to, say, you need to say not ты, you need to say вы. Yeah, it means that you respect this that person. Yeah. In Malayalam, it's the same. So, if it's a person like my age or I know him, I like say ni. Mm -hmm. But if it's like an official term, I just say ningal. Oh, it's a big difference. It's so hard sound. <laughs> can you can you tr can you Ningo. repeat it? Ni 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 ni. Da, počti i ningal. Seriously, I can't repeat it. You sang this song, remember? You... My love, you're my pandesara. What? He <laughs> sang, sang in the guitar. Давай, uh, repeat it. No. Ningal. 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 Gal. Oh yeah, the gal. It's very difficult, isn't it? It's very, it's very hard for Whoa, me. Whoa, So hard sound. Wow. No, yeah. For me, it's u. Uh -huh. First, I was so bad at saying v, t, m. I think ni, me, v, mm -hmm. t. But that's wrong. Then I I trained. So now lot. you can, right? Now I can automatically, not always. Uh huh. But if I want to say it, I can like me, the tries, tries, say we, we, no, we, <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we, oh no, <laughs> we, we, no. Oh, come on, that's no, close. We, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not close. Open your mouth. We, we, we. Okay, okay. <laughs> After two years, it's been okay. <laughs> God. So, yeah. And um, what else is interesting about Andre is, you're the first person who taught me how to run. How to run? Ah, yes. <laughs> because I'm running a lot. Yeah, I did. So, Andre and his father, pa Pasha, mm -hmm. they run a lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. Tell us about Pasha. He's, I think he's crazy about running. Yes, he can run, maybe... 
maybe two or two hundred and fifty kilometers per one without stopping without stopping yeah no uh, sometimes he stopped to go to toilet mm-hmm. or to sit mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. but after that after that he ran in again so he ran near 200 kilometers it's absolutely okay for him i mean it's not every day he ran in 200 kilometers <laughs> i mean he prepared for it for example half of year mm. and then he ran uh, 200 maybe 250 kilometers mm-hmm. it's um ultra trail ultra trail Ultra running, ultra running uh, yeah. yeah. So he's ultra runner, and it's absolutely okay for him. So he likes it. I don't like so big, so big uh, run, <laughs> so big distance. Yeah. Um, I ran maybe near marathon. No, and, and yes, forty two kilometers. Forty two, yes. I just I ran sometimes forty two kilometers, but one hundred for me is impossible because just it's it's uh, very boring. Just you are <laughs> running, just you run, and what to do? You run. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, true. Just you see the trees, you see the birds. <laughs> okay, but uh, nothing happens for yeah. me. Is snowboard is more cool. Oh yeah, snowboard. That's one more thing I did with Andre. Uh, okay, before I get to that story, I just want to say how my running experience was. So Andre taught me how to run. Not ta- how do you say taught me how to run? Andre. So first time I came to Russia, second time for university, I was feeling so bad. I was like, it's too cold, and my lungs were like fucked up and i wasn't eating correctly and andre told the wife proper guy i mean let's go run and uh, i started running and it totally changed my health because my body started adapting to the cold and you know now even if it's very cold i'm like okay yeah yeah, yeah. Qu- comment commentary uh, when you came from india it was very fat <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah honestly i was very really fat i was like 75 kilograms uh-huh. now i'm 66 oh now it's good now it's, now good. it's good i am th- i'm 63 so 60. you we have three kilogram difference three kilogram so difference. you need to lose uh, i don't need to kilograms. lose i need to get i want 70 no. i want 70 no, no, you need now, to lose. now i need to gain a little bit more weight like weight gain weight in muscle not in fat <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that way yeah and um i started running and then uh th- i was running really good i ran r- close to 98 kilometers in one month like uh, f- a few kilometers mm-hmm. per day and then the quarantine happened and that's when like andre really helped me out because i was living in your apartment yeah. for the entire quarantine <clears throat> so andre and his family went to michurinsk and uh, I was in the hostel and I was so fucking depressed. I was like, four people in one single room, can't go outside, classes online, corona. We don't know what's going to happen when the quarantine is going to end. And I can't, you can only go outside once per day. It was fucking hell. And then I asked, called up Andre and I was like, Andre, would you mind if I stay in your apartment for a few days? <laughs> and then I stayed in the apartment for one and a half months. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was, how do you say very difficult time and i i stayed alone alone in in an in apartment without anybody, anybody. just that one time month. there wasn't a cat the cat wasn't there C- cat was no Go, yeah. cat wasn't yes you you was alone yeah. without any cat dude it was like psychological warfare and andre came one day and told me yadu you look like you're coming back from Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, I remember. It, so I looked at you and you were so tired. Yeah. You just I remember your eyes they they were full of pain. <laughs> it, it was very it was very hard to look at you just you yeah. it's like you know just uh, in the carcer. Carcer? Uh, carcer. Mm. Uh, mortuary. Maybe in the pre- when um, the- gulag. Yes. 
Punishment Cell. Да, да, Punishment Room. Punishment Room. Punishment Room. Do you have a magazine card? No. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. That was the only conversation <laughs> I have with a human being for one and a half months, face to face. So, and, and when you leave this woman, I think you thought about, no, please talk with me. <laughs> da, talk, talk to me. Yeah, yeah. Talk a- to ask me. me something in Russian. <laughs> ask me something in another language I will create. <laughs> What to answer. Yes, yeah. It's really hard. It's yeah, really man. hard to one month just yeah, uh, here. It was, oh. And... But but I'm really thankful that I have a place because I was able to study Russian very folk in, intensively in, intensively at that time and I started uh, revising Malayalam Tamil I my typing speed in Russian increased I read like one or three good books in that time and like it was depressing and also productive so I just want to like thank you again so that you let me stay in your apartment which was how do you say kakskazad um my uchobni god my academic year ended really good because of that if i didn't stay here and if i was in the hostel i might have like fuck it i want to go home yeah to mama i want to see uh, amma i'll be like that but it didn't happen it ended really well so thank you parrots <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yeah and uh i stayed again in during new years looking after uh shivchenko ili archi gedion ah he's sleeping oh shivchenko god i i didn't see he was there <laughs> <laughs> and he had a really nice time so yeah that was running and after that i started running in the summer so during quarantine again i became fat yes. I, i was like 73 uh-huh. 74 again and then summer every day i was running when someone gave like freedom it's like how do you say uh when you come out of jail you just experience freedom every day and it was my first russian summer so the sun comes up around 3:45 4 a.m. yes very early very early yeah. and it's very sunny beautiful weather and i just went running every day and then my weight became 62 oh. 62 62 in like october my weight was 62 <clears throat> so less and then now i gained it now once i start going to the gym now the get, get, i'm coming back now it's like 66 at this point of time so tell us about snowboarding that's <laughs> another interesting story oh snowboarding <laughs> snowboarding about how we mm, <laughs> snowboarding with you yeah uh, how you bro uh, uh dislocated my shoulder yes <laughs> <laughs> just maybe your mother will uh, hear I, this I, dude somebody told my mother man so really the, yeah who not I, me it wasn't some me. fucking <laughs> bitch <laughs> if you're listening to this whoever you are If you say what <laughs> like I put one story on Instagram uh-huh. I just wrote okay fell something like that but uh, one year after mm-hmm. and then some fucking bitch read that and told my mother hey you do broke his pleasure uh-huh. did you not no and then my mother called yadu you broke your shoulder I was like mom <laughs> I'm in Russia you in India why do you know that yeah. <laughs> how just how it's a shipon a spy And I'm like, whoever you are, I'm gonna find you, 
and I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh. Most of these my cousins, man. They they do stuff like this from time to time. Maybe it's my cousin. Maybe. Yeah. So tell us about it. so snowboarding is something which I really wanted to learn because it's so cool. It's so yeah. cool, but it's a little bit of an expensive sport. So Andre took me to a slope, Sklon, and I tried it first time. It's very difficult. Very difficult to just stand up for me. First time, okay. Second time, we went at night and there was a big blizzard, a big snowstorm, and I tried it one, two, three, four times. I was doing good, and then I got overconfident, and then I just went down really fast, and then I went so fast I couldn't stop. Then I got shit. I'm going too fast. I need to stop. I'm scared, and then I just fell forward, hit my shoulder. My arms came out of my chest. I mean the shoulder uh, joint. And I was like, "Oh God, my life is over." <laughs> yeah, But, I remember. <laughs> yeah, you remember. But it was okay. I put it back. But one month I couldn't do any exercise or anything. But it was how do you say? A trauma for my resificatia, for my resification. Yeah, it was. It was your resification. So uh, now you still. get your resification <laughs> and i think when you live in russia you will get it every every year every so year. yes it's like levels of resification yes 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 so snowboards is was uh, is your maybe first level first level yes second level was pahod uh, uh, camping oh, in winter it, it was very hard i think it's what what was very hard because not a lot of not russian russians will not go there yeah. will not go to this uh, hiking, hiking like like we M- minus go. 14 describe not for, not 14 Minus twenty. Minus twenty. Twenty. It was uh, minus twenty. Minus twenty-five. What? Not minus fourteen. Really? Da. It is yes. minus twenty. It was yes. It was minus twenty. Minus twenty-five. Wow. What's not fourteen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more proud about myself. <laughs> so uh, yes, um, we had a snowboard uh, experience. I think for Russia, snowboarding is not very common in Russia because um, I don't know why. It's expensive. It's expensive, it's yes, and we, and we don't have um, mountains. We yeah. don't have a lot of mountains. I mean, near Moscow, yeah. and because uh, the central, the central Russia, it's uh, the cities around Moscow, maybe seven um, hundred or eight hundred kilometers around Moscow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people going not only in this circle; mm. they live behind the circle in regions, and mm-hmm. they don't have any. They don't. We don't have in this circle. We don't have any mountains. And if we want to go anywhere to go snowboarding, we need to go to very far mm-hmm. to Sochi. It's near near the sea. Uh-huh. Or we need to go to Kafkas. It's uh, far for us too. Right. But it's our country, but very far and expensive to go to there. Kafkas, yes, yeah. and um, so that's why we sometimes we go into hills, hills near Moscow and just um, it's, a, it's a short hills near 900 meters right. and uh, we go snowboarding so Yada was with us it was his first level of um, russification <laughs> was uh, the second um, level of Yada russification it was uh, our hiking. hiking so yes we go to the forest uh, was a lot of snow St- uh, snow was until knees until knees yes yeah. And uh, we go to the forest. Um, it was near m- minus twenty, I think. Yeah. I was near. I thought mi- it was fourteen. No, not fourteen. Not fourteen. When yes, just I remember when we go by car. Uh-huh. I saw the temperature. It was minus twenty seven. Whoa. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> and I I remember when we came to uh, Daniela's house. Yeah. Daniela, my friend. So his yeah, house. Yeah, we were staying at his. We were staying at. Yeah. 
we camped the night and but uh, we kept our stuff in Dania's house. Yes. And uh, he and there he I I saw the temperature was near near minus 20. And uh, so we uh leave one night uh in the forest in the snow in a sleeping bags in a tent uh, it was near minus 20 or minus 25 just yeah. i remember it was very hard to for uh, very hard for us to make a fire yeah. because a lot God. of snow yes dude so we tried to make a fire in uh, three, three hours, hours. yes точно yes. it was very hard because uh, snow is going it's превращается в воду make water make water yeah yes. melts in the water dude i yeah. i for me it was very curious to see how russians make snow in from frozen wood because i thought it's impossible i i believe it is impossible to make fire when it's frozen no, wood is frozen everything is frozen but i don't know we just made it danya knows which kind of wood is good for making fire so the first fire is like burns really fast second wood burns a little bit slower but also very high temperature third wood very needs a lot of time to combust but burns really really uh, long and it was really an, exciting for me honestly i felt like whoa this is real russia yeah yeah this <laughs> that, is a real russia the russia is not about the sasha masha vodka and all that stuff but this sort of things and i'm really kakskazat how to say it? like really blogadarim um, oh, thankful yeah. that i had that kind of an experience that is like my russification level is like if it was this i was like higher Like yes this. yes next is i don't know next is what mm. so the all the third level it was uh, swimming in the river ah in the, no i did i did kubatsa yes yes you did it i did kubatsa uh, kubatsa is like um this russian uh, Christi- <laughs> christian christian it's like baptism but in a cold river during january so the temperature when i did was around minus 14 minus 15 in moscow and you go there's a hole in the river and it's frozen You put yourself in that river, raise your head up and down three times, and it's like uh, the baptism of Jesus Christ. It's kind of a recre- recreation of that. So I went with one Vladika. It's like a metropolitan, and uh, I did it. And that's like another Russification level. Yes, uh, it's level. another. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't do it in uh, in this in this winter. You did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Usually I don't. Uh, I'm I'm trying every year to do it. So I'm trying to every year to go um to go swim in the river to <laughs> is <laughs> in the hole uh ice around and you in this hole just go in and um kupaishte yeah oh kupaishte swim not swim no. like raise your body up and down in water yes. i don't know the verb of it i'm sorry <laughs> yes. just i am russian i didn't do it you yeah. indian did so <laughs> Something wrong. Something broke in the world. Something world. broke in this world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indian guy did Krishnaya. Russian yes, guy yes, did yes. Krishnaya. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's true. So yeah, so uh, what what are your plans for? Yeah, yeah. we will conclude this off. So tell us what are your plans for next week. Andre is next going, week. Yeah, next next two weeks. Wait, that's our timer. Yeah, we'll just we'll just finish it off with that. Uh. I mean your trip to Kazakhstan. Ah, next two weeks. So, yes, uh in this Friday, mm-hmm. in this Friday I will go I will have a plane with my girl to Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. In Kazakhstan I want to 
I want to snowboard in a lot. Really? Because yes, because uh, the parents of my girl now is living in Kazakhstan. Ah. Yes, because uh, her father is working there. Ah, okay. And uh, we will live there two weeks and we, I hope I will go snowboarding a lot. <laughs> so this is my dream. I dream about it near two years because it's very expensive now. Yeah. Because in this coronavirus times it's very expensive to go anywhere. Very, very expensive tickets. Yeah. It's a problem. And um, so I want to snowboard in a lot. Oh, so you're going there for snowboarding? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. But next year I'll, I'll also this year I couldn't do snowboarding because because mainly because of a, how do you say it's very expensive now. But next year I'll issue us. I'll try again. Yes, you need. Yes, I will. Yes, <laughs> I'll get good at it. No, I think with that we will conclude it, Andre. The first podcast of Russification. There's no one else I wanted to interview first than Andre. Because Andre for me is like, Andre is all the good things about Russia. And he, как сказать, ты представляешь, что хорошая Россия. Я думаю, что Россия это хорошо. Но это не как. Ты это экземпляр. Ah, yes, I'm Russian. Нет, not just that. About all the good things in Russia. Wait, Lynn. <laughs> How do I compliment if you don't understand? I can't understand. No, это как сказать. I want to say like, you are all, no. Что-то хорошее в России а. у тебя есть такие э, особенности. Yes. Да. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure if you understood, but I'll explain it to you. So I think Russia is very good. Yeah. If you want to go to Russia, go. <laughs> <laughs> That is my comment. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I feel conclude with that. And you want to say anything to the audience? Other than, come, if you want to go to Russia, go. Do you want to say anything else to the audience? Not afraid of anything. <laughs> don't be afraid of anything. Don't, don't be afraid of Russia. Uh-huh. Don't be afraid of Russia. Yeah. Uh, Russia is very good. It's very, very friendly country. Very warm. Uh, and if you will came here, you will see that... You see the great people with their great faces. But they have very, very warm souls and very warm uh, thinking things uh, mentality yeah, yeah. so people here is very warm really we have a really cold weather but really warm so I think this is our priority uh, priority priority yeah mm. so if you will go anywhere to Europe you will not see the same mm. because people there um, usually usually uh, in common they're more cold Russia is more warm. So, what I'm thinking about Russia. So, yeah, that's pretty, that's, that's a statement. <laughs> well, Andre, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure talking to you. And with that, we conclude the first episode of Russificatia or Russification. I still don't know what I should call it in English. So, let's start with that.